Welcome to The Scrumptious Woman with Juliet Caraman. This is a sacred space where we embark on a profound journey, reinventing the most intimate relationship in life, the relationship with yourself. We look within, uncover and reclaim the territories of relationships, intimacy, sensuality, kink, spirituality, embodiment, communication, parenthood, and grief. Through this podcast, we challenge ingrained beliefs and address taboo subjects. Awareness truly is the first step towards self-love. Welcome once again to The Scrumptious Woman, and get ready for an adventure as we dive deep into your essence. Together, we will receive, reveal, rewire, and restore the secrets to living a more scrumptious life. Are you ready? Let's begin. Hello, my loves. Super happy to be back with you for a short and powerful powwow about energetics. And what do people even mean when they say, I have a certain energy? Oh, I can feel your energy is off, right? It's just like, what does that mean? Now, most of you know that everything in the world is made out of matter or energy. Everything has an energetic print. And yeah, there, there are people like Joseph Spenza and then others that really explain this concept well. And just as our thought patterns create a certain energy patterns, it then, how we move through it, creates an imprint and how we can feel people. But I wanted to talk about energetics also in a way that makes it, has it just come home a little bit more, right? It's why, as an erotic blueprint coach, uh, one of the ways into pleasure is the energetic blueprint. And I wanted to touch upon that so because then it has you understand a little bit what I talk about when I say energy. I mean, all of you have probably been massively intuitive as a kid, right? As a baby, we're we're, we're born perfect. We know exactly what we want because we cry when we want attention, when we want a boob or milk, when we want a nappy changed, when we've got cramps. There's nothing that a baby is, especially brand newborn baby, is afraid to do because it's just instinct, right? It cries, the baby cries when it needs something, when it wants something. And over the years, imprints have formed. Your parents may have said, no, too loud. You know, stop crying. Shh, shh. You know, get up off the floor. You know, you, you can't have hurt yourself so much. It's nothing, it's just a little boo-boo. All of these things have actually imprinted and have made it feel slightly unsafe to be the fullness of who we are. And for energetic people, we have felt into others. Like oftentimes you'll have a feeling of deja vu. You'll walk into a place and you're like, oh my God, it's like, have I dreamed about this place? Have I been here before? I really know this place. And the same thing is like you'll walk into a house and this is how I always find my houses that I know I'm going to live in. I walk into a house, I'm like, yeah, 
this feels like home. I want to be here. This this has a certain feeling, a certain energy that is drawing me in. And at the same time, you can have a certain drawing, a certain energy that can just you know push you away from that completely. And this is where others are very empathic and can almost read each other's thoughts. So I had this when I lived in Texas. I moved with my parents to Texas when I was 12 and from Holland. And I just remember waking up in, in an airport hotel and looking down and seeing this freeway. And it was just massive, like five lanes and everything was big. The cars were big. The trucks were big. Everything was was big, even from like, I don't know, the 20th floor that my sister and I were staying on. And they went downstairs for breakfast and there were like big stacks of pancakes and steak and bacon and this and that. And I was just like, oh my God, is everything in Texas big? But the funny thing is I tapped into my intuition and into that, people say the paranormal, right? That you can read each other's thoughts and that you can be aligned with each other. So I had this really cool biology teacher and um, my English, I didn't speak much English when, when I went there. Yes, I'd had some English lessons like, this is my house. This is the garage that is next to my house. My car is in the garage. That was about the English that I had learned before I moved to Texas. So it was a little bit of a rude awakening when people talk like that. Y'all have a good day now. And I was like, "Woo!" first of all, I can't understand the accent. And second of all, I don't know what to say back. Although in, that, in Holland, we had a lot of TV that was subtitled. So I had gotten used to the sound of it but I just didn't know how to speak it very much. And that's how kids are. You know, you throw them in on the deep end and, and within no time I was, I was speaking it. But I hadn't quite caught on to all the little nuances. So Dr. Dr. Hope uh, was my science teacher. And I remember that he was sitting on one side of the room and he would just like think of me and I'd look up and I'd say, yes, can I help you? And he's like, oh, you caught on, huh? I'm like, you were talking to me. He's like, no, I wasn't. I was thinking it. You were catching on. I was like, oh, how does that work? So he kind of explained the science about it a little bit. And then we used to do these kind of like tricks. He'd sit on one side of the room and I'd sit on the other side and we'd have cards and he'd, you know, he'd pick one and I'd be feeling it. And I'm like, oh, it's this one. And that was just kind of our, our little card trick. He's also one of the ones that actually had me, gosh, I didn't realize that until just now. What a cool, cool um, brain dump, brain <laughs> lightening up moment. Is He's actually one of the first ones that had me move through massive, massive, massive fear of spiders by duplicating an experience. So... I used to be terrified, terrified, terrified of spiders. So bad that when we lived in Holland, before we moved to Texas, that had this big house of high, high, high ceilings, about six meters high. And if there would be a tiny, tiny spider, I would scream until my mother would come, get on the ladder with her broom and like hit it until it came down and then try to catch it and throw it out. Or well, I'll be honest, sometimes kill it. Um, I know. These days what people would say, oh my God, you get spanked for doing that. But it's like, so I was terrified, terrified, terrified. So I went on this trip with this, um, with Dr. Hope, this biome trip. And we went to the Big Ben in Texas. 
And the Big Ben has tarantulas. Now, I don't know if any of you know tarantulas, but they are, man, they're badass. And just, you know, if you're terrified of, of spiders, you see a hairy tarantula with these big ass long legs and that, that big body. Ah! I mean, even, even now, I'm not afraid of spiders anymore, but still that, that moment of like, oof. So any, any people that are afraid of spiders, <laughs> stop listening. Um, so I had told him before, I'm like, I'm, I'm terrified of spiders. And then we camped there and he's like, hey, Jules, how are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> like, I'm not going to camp here. I'm going to go, go sit in the van. It's like, no way. 13 you know, or 12, I think 12 or 13, like massively, like, you know, my little like Dutch accent. I don't know. No, I don't want to sit here. Um, and he's like, no, come here. So he sat next to me. On the other side, his uh, one of his other teachers sat next to me, and they kind of did that to have me feel safe, right? To invoke that my my nervous system started regulating to his. There were tarantulas everywhere. There were about three on his foot. And there were about two on the other person. Miraculously, there were none on me. And then he grabbed one. He said, "Okay, I'm going to put it on your leg." And I was like, no, 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 no. He's like, no, breathe. Just continue to breathe and just feel it. Have it be there. And I remember sitting there and my heart was like, oh, sweating profusely. And all of a sudden, I just looked at the tarantula and I'm like, wow, you look really mean. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I could see the little hairs. I could see like the kind of like little like beady eyes and I was like, Oh, I was just starting to be a little bit curious. And I'm like, whoa, okay, hello, fear. This is a kind of cool thing. And then I started to tune in to just the energetic frequency of it. I'm like, I'm fucking massive compared to this tarantula. It must be terrified of me. And when those thoughts started running through me, all of a sudden I recognized like, oh, I'm duplicating an experience where I had a spider land on me when I was tiny and I hated it and I, it scared me and it got me into that freeze reaction response. Um, so that is actually now that I look back, that was my first time that I duplicated that sensation. Super cool. So thank you, Dr. Hoke, if you are listening. Wow. <laughs> thank you. I didn't realize that my path started much earlier than I actually thought. Um, but why I'm talking about this the energetics is that you can tap into a place. You can tap into people. You'll know instinctively if you can trust someone, if you feel safe with them. And this is what it's like for an energetic blueprint. We are very open. And I say we because I'm a shapeshifter. I have all of these blueprints in me and I can definitely feel into the part of me that was empathic and that could feel people's energy and that uh, was told by my mom go and give auntie caroline a kiss and auntie caroline had this big mole and then sticky out hairs from it and me as a little one was like yeah no i don't want to do that and it's like come on come on don't be rude you're embarrassing me and i want to just let that land that all of us have had experiences like that where we instinctively knew that something didn't feel right. And yet 
we may have been forced or we may have just been cursed. We may have just been cajoled a little bit like, come on, man, this is, I want to be, you know, my kids are well brought up. Whatever it is, I even know as me as my mom, I must have done this, right? But it's little by little we start not trusting our intuition, not trusting the energetics of what we are feeling. And then yet, some of us, some of us start shutting this down. I remember my son had, um, had an imaginary friend, or we called it an imaginary friend. For me now, I'm like, he could actually just feel the energy in the room. And he would call it psycho. And so and I was like, oh, is psycho there? He's like, yeah, he's on the other bed. I'm like, great. So I didn't shut that down. I didn't say, oh, well, you're crazy. There's no one here. Um, although, you know, with four kids and under three years time, sometimes when it wasn't convenient, I'd be like, okay, tell Psycho to just hurry up and <laughs> come on board with stuff. But really, this is where we can feel the energy. We know what's going on in our lives. We, we can feel the energy from other people. And really, how can we get more safety in our body, more safety in our minds, more safety in our environments so that we can blossom. Now, the beauty of people that feel a lot of energy is that also once they become aware of this, they can move it through their body and they can play with it. And then it becomes kind of like a Peter Pan, Tinkerbell dance with sensations in your body you can move your breath up and you can start feeling the sensations moving all the way through your spine actually moving through your cells and really noticing how this can plump out your cells how you can heal them and people can even have spontaneous orgasms by feeling the energy across the room, by flirting with someone across the room, by playing with their energy, by not touching uh, a way into pleasure for this is what I do with um, my VIP days is body mapping. So for the energetics, this will look like being really sensitive to smell. So you might walk past someone in uh, on the tube or in the train station and they have a really cloying scent of perfume and you're like, whoa, not only does it evoke memories, but for you energetically, it's just too much. You, you can't breathe. You, you're like, oof. Yeah, so sense of smell is really important. Coming too close, too fast is another red flag. If someone comes too close to you or you know, like, like oftentimes you're, at a conference or you've seen people online and then all of a sudden you meet in person, you quickly come up to a person you want to hug them or in your, give them kisses. Um, if you're with someone who's very energetic, this is not the way to go. So take this as a rule of thumb, put your hand out, and that is about, about a meter size. That is your energetic body. All of that is probably not, it's probably too close for that person to come into. So you can, that's almost like your protective bubble where you can start feeling stuff, right? Where, where if that's, if they come too close, that is, you know, that's a cutoff point. So please stay outside my energetic bubble. For you that are energetic, start feeling it's like, oh, how close do you like sitting on a train? 
or to airplanes piss you off a bit when there's someone sitting in that middle seat if you're on the aisle or on the window. And how do you breathe when there's no one near? It's like you need a lot of space. You are great in, in nature. And also this is where the certain kinds of touch Start noticing where the breath lands. Start noticing like how would you approach someone that isn't energetic? How would you touch them? How would you look at them? Because often we can already start feeling pleasure by just looking at someone in their eyes. We can have certain music start swaying our hips and that will create a lot of pleasure. You know, where People come in and say, hey, I'm going to touch your arm. You'll probably notice it at a much greater distance. You know, the person that is going to touch the person on the arm is, is moving the arm, her hand slowly down from, say, about a foot, 30 centimeters, 40 centimeters up, and then slowly bringing it down and asking, when can you start feeling it? And oftentimes people that are energetic will feel it much further away from the body. And that's when they feel it really strongly and then maybe less strongly when, when it touches the body. And that is where you can deliciously play with it. What, what turns you on? Where is the part that actually feels really scrumptious? In the arm, it might be at 30 centimeters. Uh, other places, say, on your kneecap. It might be really delicious and scrumptious when you feel about two inches away from it and you start feeling the vibration of the hand. This is why Reiki and why a lot of these Eastern um, practices work really well because we work with the energy that is in somebody's body and we can start moving energy around. So. This is what we talk about energy, and this is how you can also start to notice what are your red flags? What are the things that you don't like when you're a very energetic person? And then how can you build up capacity in all of that? How can you, as a partner of someone who's very energetic, who feels the energy, who, um, who is finding it difficult to go in large places, how can you support them? How can you stay curious instead of saying, oh my God, you're just, you're just too much? How as a parent can you start becoming aware of this? Just like there are so many different ways to really start becoming aware of who we are. Like there's human design, there's gene keys, there's astrology. There's also this, the erotic blueprints. It's like your archetype, your blueprint in to pleasure in how you are. And for energetic people, oftentimes the music will be too loud or there'll be too much of, uh, of a bass in it that their nervous system feels uncomfortable with. Um, you'll often see them retract and need space for themselves. Um, you'll see them go into nature. They'll eat grounding foods. Oftentimes they, they may not digest um, animal products so well so want to be vegan um, they will take salt baths and dance and move their body in a certain way so that they start feeling safe and all of this is just to bring again awareness 
to how can you be with people that are very much energetic beings in this world? How can you slow down enough to honor yourself if you're massively energetic? Honor your husband, your wife, your your child, your friend, your sibling. And just like the light bulb kind of goes off. It's like, oh my God, yes, this is me. I used to be empathic. I used to be able to hear what people said. I used to be able to see things. I used to be able to see the grid around people. I used to see their aura. All of this is starting to get a lot of attention. People that do sacred medicine, that do plant medicine, are starting to become much more aware of what's actually happening in this earth and what's happening in the earth's grid and how the energy is starting to shift. We look at the Schumann resonance and, and all the different frequencies with which we learn and we go into the different states of, of being and the delta and alpha and gamma and all of these. And, where we radiate at a different frequency and where energy can become matter. Anyway, my loves, this was for you to get a glimpse into energetics, into what it is like to be with someone who feels deeply and who's deeply aware of their energetic pattern. Much love. Thank you for joining the Scrumptious Woman podcast. I appreciate you being here as time is your most precious commodity. If you enjoyed these insights, please hit the like and subscribe button. By doing so, you'll stay connected. Visit feelfullyyou.com for a wealth of resources, tools and guidance to support your journey towards living a more scrumptious life. Follow me on Instagram under the handle Juliet Caraman. French spelling with double T-E, Caraman, K-A-R-A-M-A-N. Facebook, again, Juliet Caraman. Now don't keep this magic to yourself, but share this podcast with anyone who you feel will benefit from this energetic exploration. Spread the wisdom, ignite their inner fire, and empower them to embrace their true selves. Together, let's create this ripple effect of transformation and inspire others to embark on their own journey of self-discovery. Thank you for being part of our vibrant community. Stay fully you and continue to radiate your unique essence in all that you do.